Welcome back to the Body Podcast, where we talk strength, conditioning, lifestyle, and everything in between. Today's guest, we have Body Babe trainer Chloe Jenkins with us, talking life before body, playing college sports, what she's doing now, and what she has planned next. Also, you know the drill. If you could give us five stars, write us a review, and share this podcast with your buddies, we would love you so, so much. Chloe Jenkins, welcome to the podcast. Well, hello, Picard, (laughs) Scotty P. How are you doing? I am doing great. Just enjoying a little Monday. Yeah, I know... uh, you said you were a little nervous to come on. Very. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do... Um, Nikki, can you grab us a couple of shots? Lo- loosen, loosen Chloe up a little Tequila, bit. Tequila, please. <laughs> and if everyone, anyone that knows Chloe and a lot of you do listen, you know she loves a good tequila shot. So um, for any body parties that we have coming up, just offer it to her like two hours after it starts. Not right when you walk in and not everyone offering them right away. Can't start it too early. No, but uh, let's go in it. Let, uh, tell us, you know, everyone knows you from you know, body and GCU, but kind of pre GCU, what was uh, a young Chloe like? Um, grew up in Oregon, a little, little farm girl in Oregon. <laughs> um, before that's yeah. For 18 years lived there. Um, small town, grew up on a couple acres, played every sport imaginable because my parents signed me up for all of them. Um, and small my, town, you yeah, have to. you have to. And my dad pretty much coached everything um, until I started playing volleyball. And he didn't really know um, much about volleyball. But my mom was a volleyball player in college. My dad was a um, professional basketball player overseas for a little bit. So I grew up in a sports household. Nice. Yeah, no, I, I think growing up in a small town, um, it's a little different here. Everything's you know so spread out in school of choice, but like that town, it's, you kind of need every kid at that age to play every yeah. sport. Yeah. So you're playing all the sports just to you know basically have a team of twelve to play basketball or fifteen to play baseball. So yeah, I, I know know all about that playing all the sports. Sometimes even the co-ed. Yeah. <laughs> I remember playing flag football with the guys. <laughs> we had uh, in baseball growing up. We had there's a couple of girls that played on our travel team. Um, they were very good. Uh, too so but again you have I think I graduated 150 kids so yeah imagine in, in elementary school there's about 150 kids you know in fourth grade so you're trying to make an in-town basketball of like eight teams basically you yeah. need every you need every, every person every boy to yep play. yep so, uh, <laughs> I get it um and, and and then so you go to college you you focus on volleyball mm-hmm. um and you chose GCU Yes. Why? So, um, rewinding my senior year, I had played golf and volleyball um, for all four. Well, golf for three, volleyball all four. And so when I decided to make the choice to just play volleyball and do club, um, I was like looking at schools that I wanted to play at. And if you know anything about Oregon, you know it rains 24-7. <laughs> There's uh, gray clouds in the sky all the time. So I was like, get me out of here. I need some sunshine in my life. Um, this tan or this pale little body needs a tan. <laughs> um, so I was looking in Southern California, Arizona, and we happened to be traveling here to watch some spring training games. And I reached out to the coaches um, at GCU a few months before we came down here. 
set up a tryout um, and decided that no matter what, once I was here, I was like, if they offer anything, I'm going. And so she said I could walk on and decided to walk on my freshman year. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And at the time, was GCU transitioning into Division One from because it, it started as a D2 school and then... Yeah, that was my first year. First year was D2. So I didn't even look at D1 schools um, for volleyball. I'm pretty small. I'm short. Um, and I was a setter when I was recruited. And so I was looking at D2, um, some D3, but not really because I, I felt like I could at least play D2. Happened that summer once I decided that I was going to go to GCU. A um, couple of months later, they were like, okay, next year we're making the big transition. So I know it was like in the works and in the they, talks, but it wasn't like fully announced as a, as a you know, basketball coach from Massachusetts, you kind of always knew, like you heard about, you knew GC1 from the online, but then they got a D2 program, was very good, yeah. at least in basketball. And yeah. then I was like, I was like, Jerry Colangelo, he's, he, they're moving this to division yep. one. It's, he's trying to yeah. bump this up. So once him and then Dan Marley came in and they, I remember after my freshman year, every admin that was there was no longer there the next year. <laughs> so it was a very, very big transition. So yeah. So you, so you go to GCU, play volleyball all four years mm-hmm. and I guess, would you, st- you're, you're obviously training now. Were you trying to become a personal trainer or did you kind of just fall in this? I guess, what were you studying at GCU? I, uh, <laughs> I changed a few times. I'm Typical one of those. Athlete. I'm one of those. Undecided, <laughs> communications, no, business I, I administrator. No, I did not do, I, I, I did do business. So I started in kinesiology um, and I did that for about a year, my freshman year, which you always have those little English, math, whatever yeah. you have to take. Plus, I was focusing kinesiology. Decided after that year, didn't want to do that, and got into elementary education. I've always loved being around kids, and so I was like, oh, what'll get me there? Elementary education. So I did that for three years, um, and I decided to stick it out, and I was like, this is what I want to do. When I, it was two weeks before graduation, and I'll never forget, I was on the phone. The teacher was like, Hey, this is the class you're in for student teaching. This is like, when can we meet for coffee? Blah, blah, blah. And I was just on the phone. I was like, This is not what I want to do. I don't want to be a teacher. (laughs) So I called the school and I was like, I am not going to be elementary education. I'm switching to um, sports management and I want to be an athletic director one day. That is, that was the plan. And thankfully, so that was my fourth year. Um, I had like a weird thing with volleyball. I guess I, my first two years I did both beach and indoor volleyball. And then the second two years I only did beach. So I had a fifth year left for indoor. And so, um, I actually, there's a new coach coming in that year. I gave him a sticky note of my name, email, and phone number and said, I want to play for you if you have a spot on the team. And he was like, yep, we got a spot. And it worked out great because I needed to take a whole nother year because I changed my major. <laughs> yeah, I did, uh, <laughs> I did sports management where I went to school. And uh, I remember the day I graduated, I uh, take a week off like before I try to get a job. And Mark Cuban came out and literally said <laughs> something. His quote was, it's like, hey, Mark, so you know, you're hiring sports management. You know, people, he's like, listen, in theory, sports management sounds great you know you're, you're studying this but like if I'm hiring a marketing person like I'm not hiring a sports management person I'm gonna hire a person that say marketing 
my PR team. Like I'm going to hire not someone that just like took a couple of PR class. I'm going to hire someone that studied public relations. Yeah. I'm sitting there going like, man, I have no, I, 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 I don't have easy way out on that. So my, my, I was like, I was like, damn, he just like crushed my four years dream of me <laughs> trying to get into sports. And so my goal was like working college athletics, college basketball, but also, you know, if, if athletic director came up at like a high school, yeah. like that was, be, I thought it'd be cool to be like my high school's athletic director. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought would have been awesome. Um, obviously that changed, but, uh, it, it, it is usually fun. The, does. The, sports management, <laughs> the sports management world is so, and I think you started working for GCU athletics right after. Yeah. Correct? So I started my, actually my fifth year while I was playing volleyball. Um, whenever I could, I would get, be in the athletic director's office and I was working for him and then the vice president of athletics that that was his title, um, for him. And then the person right underneath him who she eventually became my boss, but I worked there for two, I want to say two and a half years, um, working under her as the vice president of athletics. Perfect. And, and obviously you're thinking that you're going towards your goal. Where does training come into this picture? Um, I did not want to step foot in a gym after playing college ball for five years. <laughs> I was like, get me out of here. I don't want to do this. If, if you were an athlete and, and you played college, you played high school and in your listeners podcast, which a lot of people at body probably were, are, but a lot of y'all didn't, you know, probably play in college. Cause I think out here in Arizona, like I'm working with kids now to try to help them play college basketball. But there's not many, there's, it's like division one or JUCOs. So yeah. it's like, if yeah. I can't play, you don't really go D3 schools that a lot of these kids can play. I don't, can't like, you know, the budget's not going to come out. So as someone that played, it, it was kind of like, when you got done, when you graduated, you're like, the last thing I want to do is do any physical activity. I just want to like get fat, yeah, it, drink and relax. Like <laughs> yeah, it's basically. I was like, I beat up my body now for five years straight with no break in between. Like, what am I doing? It, it's, yeah. in in it's so almost relaxing. Yes. But then it catches up with you because you're realizing, oh, I ate so much food in college, but I needed it because I was working out. Practice would be four hours long and then you'd have training after that for an hour, hour and a half. So all those calories that you're burning and you're doing nothing else but go to school, work out, practice and eat yeah. literally. And, and so <laughs> even in college too, if you're not really like I... I didn't play the last few years and I blew out my knee. Um, but even when you're in college, you still like, you're playing intramural. Like a lot of you, you're going to the gym, like in my school, you, you just work out. So when you're kind of on your own and you, you get, you take that break and then you come back like a year later and you try to work out by yourself. I always been like, Oh, I, I, I need someone to tell me what the fuck to yeah, do. Exactly. I, like, you're, <laughs> yeah. like, you're trying to make up the workout. You're, and you're, you're saying, yeah, I don't have my trainer yelling at me. I don't have, and I'm sitting there like, all right, I'm supposed to do three sets of 10 and then run a half a mile. And then I was like, ah, let's cut it down to a quarter mile. Maybe yeah, we'll yeah. walk. And then like, maybe I'll do two sets of 10. And like, I'll make myself feel better and I'll jog for a second yeah, <laughs> and I'll be good. No, that's like literally what my workouts were for probably a year and a half after actually, yeah, year and a half, two years after college, I was eating the same amount of food and not working out. <laughs> it definitely catches up with you. Um, so yeah, so I, I got a sidetrack, but how did you get into training after? So during COVID actually, it was right before COVID. I'd been going to this gym very consistently, um, going to two different ones. Um, F45 in town was one of them. And then, um, this one called LOC, which the trainer, the head trainer at my college, he opened up his own gym after he was done at GCO. Um, so I was working out at both and I was really liking it. 
And during COVID, I was just like, okay, I need to get, I need to get my shit together. <laughs> like, especially when everything shut down, like you're not, I you really have to be self-motivated. Yeah. And so I started doing that and I fell back in love with it during, like during COVID I did. Um, and so in, during that, I was like, I also need to find something that I love at the time. My job was, I was an assistant. I had moved out from GCU. I was an assistant, um, and I wasn't loving it and I needed to find something that I'm passionate about. So working out was that at the time, took my, um, certificate test and was like over the moon excited and have been since. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and so it, your first your first job was at, at 45? Yeah, at 45 and LOC. I ended up working at both of those. Okay. LOC was more kids-based. I mean, there were adults that go, but a lot of it was young athletes. We um, taught, like had a prep college or prep team, prep high school yeah. team, college prep team, college prep, <laughs> whatever yeah, those yeah, words yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, the, the place that we trained at, they were all there. Um, and so it was pretty easy to train some kids and get that. Perfect. training aspect and, and where did the body come because you never went to body I did you, you took a couple classes but you never were like so how did the, the the position how did you become a body trainer so full circle here and actually was the first person to ever get me to go to body um, we were in her kitchen one day and she's like I go to this place called body you got to try it out and so I bought in November. And you were still training at F45. Yeah, still training at F45. But at that point, I bought um, in November the Black Friday sale. Yeah. I brought like, bought like 10 classes. Finally started using them summer of 2022. Was that? No, 21. Of the COVID year? 2020. When did I get hired? Oh. <laughs> Crap, a year and a half ago. Summer, almost two years ago now was the first time yeah, I October ever... October 2021, so it'd be summer 2021. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Jeez Louise. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I started going and Ramsey reached out to me on Instagram. And I remember opening this message in my car and it's before Instagram where like you would click on it and you couldn't do like unread this message. You, it was before that. So I remember opening it and, or seeing it and I'm on the phone with my mom. I was like, oh my gosh, mom, a body trainer just messaged me. And she goes, well, read it. And I was like, no, I can't because then she's going to see that I read it. And like, I don't have a response to it. I, I don't know. And she goes, you don't even know what it says. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, it starts with, hey, I know you love your jobs, but <laughs> I was like, I mean, what's the butt part? So um, I ended up later that day, I opened the message and I responded back and we ended up chatting. Um, I went to a class later that week and we chatted and yeah, that's got off the job. You started. Yeah. I sat down. Well, I had to record myself saying why, like Nikki sent some questions over and I just remember being so like ecstatic of like, Oh my gosh, I am messaging the Nikki Metzger. <laughs> like, holy cow. And I had to do this whole video of like why you want to be a trainer at body um, and a couple other questions. And I still have all of the outtakes of it. And there's probably 15 or 20 different outtakes of me starting it. And then I didn't like it or it was like 10 minutes long. And I'm like, I can't even upload this file to yeah. my email. Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, that roundabout way of saying, yeah, that's how thanks. Thanks. Ange, for getting me. Yeah. To go. <laughs> no, so no, it, it, it's funny too. Cause you, I, when you started, I believe it was 
Ramsey was doing something. I don't, it wasn't a Fool Your Fall, but it was, uh, it might have been a Fool yes, yeah. Your Falls. And I had to stay back after to do like the measurements or something. And it was like, you were just about to start and your, your mom was in town. Oh, yeah. Your mom picked you up and, and you, were, you were outside waiting for Ramsey to be done with me. And so um, I was just like, you were like, I'm so nervous. I'm like, Chloe, like, I was like, I don't know you, but you'll fit like literally, literally in like two weeks, you will feel like you've been at body for, for 10 years, right? And then literally like two weeks later, you're at the Halloween party and everyone's like, Chloe, a new person, you know? And I was just like, T, like you, you would have thought you were- worst day of my life. Yeah, yeah. But you were there for, you had been working for like two months and, yeah. or two weeks. Yeah. And, and I was, and everyone like, I was like, yeah, just give it two weeks. Everyone will love you. Like, you'll be fine. Trust you did me. say that. I remember that because I was like, wow, all these people are so friendly. They all, it's like one big family. How in the world am I ever supposed to fit into this? And you, you mentioned that you wanted to do early childhood because you like, you know, it was babysit, babysit, basically babysitting kids. That's basically yeah. what we do at Body. We're basically just a b- bunch of little kids. <laughs> Us just trying to work out, complaining about the workout. Like Are you speaking some about pe- yourself right now? <laughs> <laughs> ah, there's other people. So some people, you don't feel like working hard. You get so, you know, that's what body is. You know, you're babys- yeah, babysitting yeah, a bunch of grown yeah. kids. Um, and then, you know, not even going to get into details about the uh, party, but, you know, that's basically babysitting more kids. And then you're babysitting me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you, you become a trainer. I guess what's, oh, I got actually, people don't know this. Chloe little compliment to Chloe, she has taught more classes than any body trainer has in a one-year stand. I don't know how many exactly is. We could probably get Nikki in here to say how many classes, but last year you taught more classes than anyone has ever done in a year at body. First, how do you do it? Because it's a lot of classes. How do you always have the energy? How are you always happy? Because I, I work out <laughs> once a day, if that, and I'm just not happy. So. <laughs> and, you, and you hate it. No. Um, I honestly love my job. That is something I have not been able. I feel like a lot of people aren't able to say that all the time, but I genuinely love my job and the people there. It could be a very small class, and that kind of makes me want to have more energy because I'm like, these people showed up at 3 p.m. on a Monday or whatever it is, end of the week, and like the whole week can catch up to you, and you don't want to be there, but like there's one person cheering you on. Okay, I can do this. I don't know. I love it. So I... I feel like that kind of propels me through some classes. That's also why I don't like being hungover. Maybe this should be taken out. <laughs> That's why I don't like being hungover for class because I'm a miserable person when I'm hungover. And if I'm miserable to all these people that showed up for a workout, how terrible is that? Yeah. So. No, no. I, I think is it, it – it's interesting to hear your side like, oh, you just love it. The people for you give you the energy to treat, but I feel like you give the, and this is for all the trainers, give the energy um, to them to work harder too. So it's almost like a, a circle, like where does it actually start? Who who actually ignites this fire? And it's like kind of both sides. Yeah, yeah. no, it, I, I feel like both feed off of each other, um, especially when you have certain people in class that are just like pumping it up. They're, they're loving the workout, even if they're not loving it and they're rolling their eyes at everything, at least they're giving some sort of feedback. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> easy to easy to pick on them in the in the best way, but go along with them like, yeah, that sucks. Good for you, but that sucks. <laughs> Your hundredth burpee, okay, you got this. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, I mean, you gotta when you're doing those days where you have to do like what fifty burpees, those fifty burpee days, like eight, and you gotta teach like four of those classes in a row. It's gotta be. I get some burpees in during teaching. Well, I, I, <laughs> I meant more like it must be like tough to be like. 
All right, you guys are almost there. Thirty done. You still got twenty more to do. Like it's gotta you can be. Do it. Yeah, like, like, there's gotta be some sarcasm sometimes coming out. Oh, like, for sure, yeah, like, for sure. And when people catch on to it and they look at you and just shake like, your head, or shake their head. And you, like, they're, yeah. they're definitely doing a big. F I got you in, in their head. You're like, hey, I did this class earlier. If, if I, I if I was a trainer, I would always, even if I made out the workout, I'd be like, hey, I didn't make this one up, but it, that was a good one. Yeah, I made. I'd be taking blame. Everyone loves it. That was me. That yeah, was me. I, oh, I did this one. Yeah, I'll do more. <laughs> oh, 50 burpees? Uh, yeah, that, that was not me. Definitely not me. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, what's, I guess, what's, uh, what are your goals for, for yourself personally, but also like for body, you can include both of it, not just you know, outside of body, but for the next year or two? I think, okay, so starting with body, I'm so pumped for this room to be open. I know Nikki's <laughs> super ready for it also. Yeah. Um, but anxiously anticipating all the cool things that'll go on in there. Um, I did a kids program last summer and I felt like it was a good starting point and just to continue to grow with that, like personally be able to do that, um, and have the space for it. Um, so let's yeah let's go into this like kids obviously you probably want to try to grow this what were the age of the kids that you were bringing in so we did I think the youngest was nine and then up to I believe there was a 16 year old um yeah and these were sports focused they would come in they you know working on explosive moves or like do would they tell you the sport that they're playing and you try to yeah. work out centering so towards that a few of them were like that a few of them had specific sports that they were focusing on and those were more the high school aged um kids the younger i guess youth um they're not i guess they are kids yeah <laughs> they're all kids Everybody. i'm still a kid yeah <laughs> um but then the younger ones i i do think it was more like the way i built it out was just like physical activity instead of like playing video games and doing all that yeah. summertime great time to just relax but also like physical activity things that like agility type movements plyometrics all of that that will help them and if, if they are playing a sport but it was less sport specific for the younger kids more sport specific for the older kids which mm-hmm. was really fun some of them like a, a couple of them are volleyball players so teaching them these different things that I was like okay so when you're doing this approach jump think of that in your training and how you're going to make that or like a lot of single-sided stuff um which they're like well we don't really do a ton just single-sided we jump off two feet I'm like do you always land on two feet no (laughs) so it's like it's a it was really cool to like see them like kind of what is it connect the dots not connect the dots but yeah yeah, connect the dots between like their sport and their their sport and their um uh, sorry. He's got a phone call? Yeah, no worries. <laughs> this is a spam call? <laughs> my, my ADD is like, squirrel. It's squirrel. <laughs> um, that's why I always yell at people to turn the fans off because I can't focus when I'm doing my demo. <laughs> um, but no, it's really cool to see them connect the dots in that way. But, and that was fun to, to like have that beginning stages last year. Of that. Yeah, and I think we're, I think with Body's expansion, uh, and we can talk to, you know, I know people want more of like Nikki, obviously. Um, but when we talk about the expansion of of body in the gym, I think we're at this point where like a lot of the body members have had kids. The kids are now becoming five, six, and a few more years, they're going to be nine or 10 playing sports. So there's going to yeah. be this slow grow to where there might actually be who knows? It could be like a, almost like a kid's body version once a, once a week in like a different room for the you know the kids yeah, to work yeah. out and uh, uh, 
It's like my dream come true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so you get, you know, working my on my elementary kids. education. Yeah. <laughs> Coming together. So. Coming together. No, but I, I think it's a good, it obviously slow, but you're going to get a lot of the members that, uh, you know, kids do start playing sports and stuff will be good. And I think it can't hurt to get kids in there. And obviously you're not like lifting and bench pressing, but you're doing like yeah. explosive work, quick feet, lateral, uh, you know, a lot of, yeah. I just remember in college and high school, we did so many freaking ladder drills. Oh my gosh. It just, it, so many ladder drills. Five minutes of ladders. Yeah. And then, and, and box jumps and stuff. It was, that was like all, that's probably why my knees stink. But, um, <laughs> I feel like all of us college athletes, <laughs> the jumping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's good. I, I think the, the kids programs will be awesome, especially for, you know, any of you guys have kids or maybe you didn't know that, you know, personal training for Chloe, you, you make some extra uh, cash, train these kids to be volleyball stars. So. <laughs> The next, right. the next GCU star. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's obviously, you know, we talked about you and, and, and body and how you got here, but what are, I guess, some personal, like, what do you, how do you do to stay in shape? You know, what are you eating? Like how, I know you also do a great job and we talked about Ramsey of like, work, don't sacrifice fun. Um, you know, you still go out, still have a good time. You don't focus too much, but how do you stay in such good shape? Like, how are you, uh, teaching four classes and still working out, I guess, for the people? I think this is probably the most common answer, but I, I honestly, it works for me, um, consistency. <laughs> I definitely got in a bit of a rut. Um, I think it was January, end of December, beginning of January. It was like a month where I just did not have the energy to go to the gym. I didn't really want to go, which is not normal like me. And I had to like remind myself and like sit down and like kind of look work through some things of like I love going to this place and I just need to consistently show up to it and I think that same with like the eating and all of that don't get me wrong I love my tequila shots (laughs) (laughs) and I love some fries with cheese on them and burgers but if I'm eating that every day and not then taking care of my body outside of that and it doesn't have to be the hardest workout of my entire life every single time but just like putting forth the effort to consistently show up for myself. And I look down the road, five, 10, 15 years, like I hope that I have a family and kids that I can also show up for them because I'm putting in work now. Gotcha. Yeah. Consistency. I know that's a boring answer. Don't roll your eyes at me. I mean, consistency. (laughs) I want someone to come on this podcast and be like, you know, I got in shape laziness. (laughs) No, I'm just, I just have better jeans. I was binge watching TV. (laughs) I literally just have better jeans than you people. All right. I'm just naturally better. There's someone to come on and just talk about that. like, like, how did you do that? Like, I don't know. You know, like, like the jeans. It was my jeans. Kid you played sports with. They're just like, or like, even in school, someone was smart. Like, Dude, how long did you study? It's like, I don't know. I just like read the book once. And I know it was the my answer. sister. Yeah. And it's like. God, <laughs> she, yeah. She, she would always, she'd never have homework. She could have gone anywhere for volleyball and done anything. And yeah. she's just like, yeah, I'm just this good. I'm like, okay. <laughs> screw you. Love you. Support you. But screw you. Yeah. No, it's just like, yeah, people are like, I don't know. I just, this, I don't really just try that hard. Just happens. Good. Like, right, I just wish someone just come on and say I would love time. to meet that person. Yeah, Let me know when they come on the podcast, yeah, please. Like, how are you in such good shape, member? I, honestly, I go to body once a week. I just hang out, <laughs> don't eat healthy. Oh, man. That'd be my type of training. Um, but I guess you have anything else you want to share? Any piece of advice to people trying besides consistency? I really did try to think of this before of like what, I don't know. I write down a lot of things. Like I'll say, I, it was one of the first podcasts, like writing 
down your goals or like having these goals. I believe Sky was the one that talked about that. Sky and Nikki, I could be wrong. It was Sky because she like is kind of redoing her goals or retaking a look at them um, as time goes on. And I definitely have ones that I set at the beginning of the year and not hard. I have to do this, which probably would be a little bit more better for me if I did that. So I would stick to a plan, but like it's at least having things that I want to look forward to. Like money-wise. Okay. I know I have this coming up. I want to be able to like buy these things and experience like when I go on my trips, like I want to actually be able to enjoy them. So saving that amount of money, same with like training and keeping up. Like I want to be able to do 10 pull-ups at the end of the year unassisted, which blows my mind that I cannot do them right now. Um, <laughs> cause in college I used to be able to do 10 or 11 and now I'm like, what in the world? I can barely do one. So like having yeah. those goals that like, you're not sacrificing everything for it, but you're also like working towards something. I don't know if that was a terrible way to put it, but no, I, I, I actually just thought about this and it might go for a lot of people it might work better. Uh, I probably might, gonna, I'm going to try this now. Remember, I think a year ago we tried to do dry January yes. and I created a whole calendar where you checked off like the X amount of water. I did this, yeah, and we did this yeah. whole thing. And I was like, man, when you look at 30 days, it seems like a lot sometimes. Or you look at like your goals for six months. You mentioned Sky. I was like, I'm going to reevaluate my goals, which is always okay to do. I'm like, if you want a 30-day goal, like, and, and my boss used to do this, like, all right, we're trying to get there here at 30 days. Let's break it down and work backwards. Yeah. Let's yeah. just start with one week. Yep. Win a week. So like maybe, in this would go for anyone. I, I might try this. Like when I do the fuel year fall, whatever, I'm not going to look at a month. I'm just going to go, all right. Let's say it starts in April. April 1st, I'm going to April 8th, and this is what I'm doing each day, and just win that week. Yeah. And then by that week, you just basically copy that paper again and bring it back. It's like, I just got to win seven days. Yeah. And I'm going to do it that way. Especially like, like seeing the checklist, like seeing yeah. that you cross things off. Like, but like 30 is a lot. You're like sitting there going, like, yeah, yeah I still got like four more weeks of this. Like, it seems, it but if you just do it to like a week, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, let's try to win the week and get as yep. many points as possible, boom, and just do that again. Yeah. Um, I love that. Especially for someone, you know. Like you said, like ADD, I, I can't stay focused for, for, for 30 minutes. <laughs> I need to, yeah. <laughs> I might have to break it down per like minute. Like, exactly. Right, this minute, do this thing, Scott. <laughs> uh, but, all right, consistency is yeah. the key. <laughs> we were drilled that into our brains in college. <laughs> uh, but, hey, thanks for coming on. Um, obviously, always a pleasure talking to you. We can't. We should do, Nikki, we should do a uh, no holds bar. Everyone does a couple of shots, a couple of drinks, and we just let loose on the podcast one day. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> could turn it in. <laughs> it, it could go from like very emotional, sentimental to like caller daddy 2.0. And there's no in between. It'd be, it'd, it'd be no, honestly, it'd be, I would be, love that. It'd be, it'd be, let loose. Yeah. 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 It, would, it could get, it could get wild. Some of our to- <laughs> some of our talks from Toka this last <laughs> Saturday. Oh, all right, we're not going to get into the details about what they talked about. It's like they had a girls' day, <laughs> but all I know is when people think like, "Oh, what do guys think about what we don't think about?" We like literally just sat on the couch at your house while you guys are at Toka for three hours, and I literally just watched basketball, and that's the only thing that went in my brain. Well, you give us and, and there's like emotions. nine dudes, like nine guys just hanging out, and I don't think anyone thought about anything else but what they were like doing in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> you girls are a lot dirtier than us, all right? 
Hey, we are just sharing experiences, yeah. <laughs> helping each other out. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Perfect. We will check the explicit part on this podcast so that no kids will be hearing this. Uh, so thanks for listening again. Thank you, Chloe, for coming. Um, make sure to leave a review, download, subscribe, write in your questions if you have any. We've got a lot of good um, feedback, so keep doing that. We appreciate it. Thank you.